If you want to learn how to take your voice from being kind of small and questioning and doubtful to being strong and solid and certain in that meeting room, you've got to practice and you've got to learn what it actually feels like in your body and in your soul to speak in a way that is strong and powerful and compelling and in a way that is taking up all the space and communicating to the people around you. I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm in charge. Listen to me. Welcome to the Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here, and now on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm Jess. I'm the host and creator of this show, and I am a full-time podcaster and career coach for women who work in the nine-to-five space, who work in the corporate world, who work kind of like a Monday through Friday type of job. I help women find their voice and build confidence. And the reason I do this work is because I had a nine-to-five career in corporate and I was very successful and I got promoted upward really, really quickly. But my journey was not without struggle. I had a really intense experience of imposter syndrome, really massive fears around speaking in meetings and being in rooms with senior people and higher-ups and executives. And I went on a very long journey of finding confidence, learning to trust in my own capabilities, finding a voice that felt both really authentic and really effective and powerful in meetings. And Because I learned so much along that journey and because I always felt like there was very little honest dialogue and honest advice out there for women who are also on that journey, I started this podcast because I just, I feel like there's a lot of career advice out there and maybe it's helpful, some some more helpful than others, but I feel like so much of it is surface level, so much of it doesn't really get deeper into the internal struggles that so many of us experience. And I think as a result, if you are like really struggling, just feeling bad about yourself, not feeling confident, questioning yourself, and then you consume career advice that's not really talking about that and normalizing that experience, it can make you feel more alone and it can make you feel like something is wrong with you. And in my work and on this show, I really like to talk about the full picture, not just the advice that you need, not just the tools that you need, but I really like to address and support you with and normalize the inner emotional experience that you might be having. Because when we are struggling in our careers, it's usually not just that we're missing a skill and there's just like maybe one little thing we need to learn. There's usually also a deeper problem where we are feeling like we're not good enough, right? Or we're feeling like we're not smart enough or we're feeling like we're going to embarrass ourselves when we speak. And when those types of things and and that level of the experience isn't talked about, for me, the career advice or whatever it is, like whatever the thing is that you're listening to, it misses the mark. That's how it was for me in my corporate career. I would go to trainings, I would go to workshops, I would 
go to these spaces that were supposed to support women becoming leaders, but I felt like everything, it was like everyone was pretending like we were all fine and okay, and I didn't feel fine and okay inside. So I was just like, okay, I guess I'm the only one struggling. I'm the only one feeling small and awkward and doubtful. I guess something is wrong with me. And on this show, it's so important for me to normalize that feeling doubtful, feeling small, struggling to believe in yourself, struggling to speak up in meetings is so normal and nothing is wrong with you. And the beautiful thing is there are steps you can take to grow through that experience. And I'm so pumped for today's episode because we're really speaking to something that I think is a, on the surface, it's a communication skill, but beneath the surface, it reflects a deeper challenge, a deeper struggle, a deeper problem, but also an area where there's the potential to experience deeper growth. And that topic is the topic of authority, which means being seen as a leader and being seen as someone who is in charge when you speak in a room. I love this topic so much because I struggled with it a ton. And then I managed to become really effective in this area despite struggling with it so much. So my favorite topics to coach on and teach on and podcast on are the ones that were really, really hard for me and the ones that I felt like I got really, really strong in because I feel like I understand the full spectrum of the experience. Okay, before I dive in, couple things to let you know. This episode is part of a series. So in episode 182, I laid out a four-part framework for speaking up powerfully and getting noticed in meetings. There are four things that you need to do in meetings in order to convey a very powerful voice and reputation that supports you moving up and moving ahead in your career. Those things are visibility, authority, captivation, and thought leadership. So in episode 182, I laid out those four things. Definitely recommend going back and listening to that if you haven't yet. In episode 183, I talked about the first part of the framework, visibility. And in today's episode, I'm talking about the second part of the framework, authority. So this is part of a bigger picture of concepts that all kind of work together and fit together. So I definitely recommend going back to episode 182 after this one if you haven't listened to that one yet. It'll help this episode sink in deeper. Second, the reason that I am doing this mini series is in honor of the launch of my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy. And as of this episode dropping, doors are open. So enrollment is open and you can go to my website and sign up and grab your spot the week that this episode drops up until Monday, May 23rd, or up until the program fills up, whichever comes sooner. The Art of Speaking Up Academy is my program that I created for those of you who are ready to take this work deeper. I wanted to create a comprehensive program where I could distill the most important and essential things that you need to know to have an effective, powerful voice in meetings. I believe that being a strong communicator is one of the single most important things that propels your career forward. And I wanted to help you on your journey of finding that strong voice. And I specifically wanted to create a program for women who want to be really powerful communicators, but feel like they are struggling with self-doubt and really struggling to have that strong voice in meeting rooms. 
I know that experience intimately because it's the experience that I had in my own career in corporate. And because of that, I've designed a program that's really there to not only teach you the skills that you need, the executive communication skills that you need to really stand out in those meeting rooms and make a really powerful impression on the higher ups and leaders around you. But I also designed this program to include the inner work on self-confidence and learning to believe in yourself that is required in order to actually bring those skills to the surface. Because you could have all of the skills in the world and you could know the perfect thing to say. But if you're struggling with self-doubt and you're not able to see your own talents and you're not able to exit your comfort zone courageously and powerfully, it's gonna be really hard to actually speak up and use all those beautiful communication skills that you have. And what I love so much about this program is that I really create this space that is judgment-free, it is warm, it is welcoming, because I know what it's like to be struggling with feeling confident. And when I was in my corporate career, I was in so many spaces for women that felt very judgmental, and I just felt very, I don't wanna say unsafe, but I didn't feel welcome and comfortable in those spaces. And for me, this podcast and all of the work that I do The one thing that is so important for me is that I create a space where you feel like you are welcome there. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all figured out, right? You don't have to have the confidence yet. All you have to have is the willingness to just take that first step and put yourself in the room. And you will see when you join this program that the other women are in a very similar position as you. They don't have it all together either. They're not 100% confident. They're working on these things too, but they're willing to be open-minded. They're willing to believe in themselves and they're willing to put themselves in the room where they are going to get to do the work on confidence and learn the skills that they need to make a super powerful impression in meetings. As you can tell, I'm super passionate about this program. I think that working on your communication skills and that inner confidence is some of the most valuable work you can do for yourself professionally. And if you are ready to do that work and ready to go on this intimate journey with a group of like-minded women, head over to my website, jessicasatcoaching.com slash academy where you can enroll and learn more about the program. You can see the entire curriculum, which will really give you a sense of what you'll be learning inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. And if you have any questions at all, I will drop my email in the show notes. Please feel free to reach out to me. And now we are talking about the subject of authority, which, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I struggled with this so much. And When I was in my very first job in my nine to five career, my first job in my nine to five career was management consulting. I worked at McKinsey, which is a very, um, what's the word, like very fancy management consulting firm. And I was one of the youngest people in my starting cohort at that firm. And I got so much feedback, so much painful, gut-wrenching, hard to receive feedback on the topic that I'm talking about in today's episode. So the topic that I'm talking about in today's episode is the topic of authority. What authority means is that when you speak in the room, people look at you and perceive you as being in charge. 
Now, what's so important about the topic of authority is to think about it as being completely separate from title. So if you're in a meeting, and let's say the meeting is like five managers and one VP, obviously the VP is in charge, probably, not obviously, but probably the VP is in charge because they are the most senior person in the room. Authority is all about who we think is in charge, regardless of tenure or level or who is actually in charge, right? So there's the person who's actually in charge because they've been given the title or they've been put in charge of the project. That's one thing. That's not what I'm talking about. And then there's the person in the room who speaks with so much certainty, so much power, so much inner swagger that when they speak, we begin assuming in our minds they must be in charge because of the way they are speaking, not because of their title, not because they told us they're in charge, not because we know that they've been chosen to be the one in charge, but just because of the way they're speaking. There's something about the way they're speaking that causes us to take them in as being more authoritative. Now, Having this trait and communicating in this way is super important for your career because when you are in those rooms, you want people to listen to you. You want to be able to stand out. You want your contributions and the things that you say to carry weight for people to hear it and be like, oh, we need to listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. The more authority you convey, When you speak, the more you get noticed in those rooms, the more effective you are in those rooms, and the more people think about you as being more skilled, more sophisticated, more of a leader than the actual level of tenure that you're at. They start to think of you as being elevated because you speak with that authority. And when they think of you as being elevated, it becomes much easier for them to imagine you in elevated positions because they're already experiencing you and taking you in in that way. So this is incredibly, incredibly important, especially because one of the things that you are trying to do in your corporate career, especially if you want to advance and get into higher leadership positions, is you're trying to get noticed. You're trying to make a really powerful impression in people's minds. And when you speak with authority and when you exude this energy of, I'm in charge, I know what I'm talking about, you get noticed in a much bigger way. Whereas when you're lacking that energy, it can be harder to stand out. You can feel like you're doing really good work. You have high quality stuff, but for some reason, People aren't remembering you or what you're saying isn't landing. It could be because you haven't fully stepped in to the most authoritative version of you. So that's what authority is. And I will tell you from personal experience how hard it can be to speak with authority when you are struggling with confidence. Speaking with authority requires you to be really certain about what you're saying. It requires you to feel really strong inside. It requires you to take up a lot of space in the meeting room. These are things that if you experience doubt and if you identify as being shy or timid, these are things that are very, very, very hard to do. 
I know this because when I was at that first job in my career that I mentioned doing management consulting, I was told that I really lacked authority in the room. And I was told that clients and senior executives wouldn't take me seriously as a consultant because when I spoke, I wasn't conveying authority. Now, at the time that I got this feedback, I i mean, the only way I can really think to describe it to you is like it kind of sent me down a shame spiral. At that time, I was really quite insecure about myself, very afraid of critical feedback, and the feedback was not (laughs) delivered thoughtfully and gently, which is, you know, when I was a manager in corporate, I really tried to deliver feedback to humans who were on my team in a kind, gentle, human-centric way. I'm just someone who's on the sensitive side. I care about people's feelings. And so, For me, I like to receive feedback gently and respectfully, and I give it gently and respectfully, and the the way that I received that feedback didn't always feel that way. So it was a really difficult experience for me, and I really, really struggled with it. And I think that the biggest thing about my experience that was just kind of sad and just felt like a missed opportunity is that I was given really horrible, horrible horrible advice. Is there a better word than horrible? (laughs) Because I feel like I need a better word than horrible. But I was given terrible advice, terrible, (laughs) that's better, on how to manufacture more authority in my voice. So here are some of the things that I was advised to do. None of these are things that I teach in my coaching. None of these are things you will ever hear me talk about on the podcast. None of these are things that I focus on in the Art of Speaking Up Academy because I think this is terrible advice, but this is what I was told. I was told to watch my uptick and make sure that my tone didn't like go up at the end of my sentences. I was told to cut my hair shorter. And I was told to try not to look and sound young. I feel so gross sharing this. It's just hard to share this because this stuff just really goes against some of my deepest values. And all of those things that I was told, I just think they're such such a distracting area to focus on and they don't really matter. Now, I'm going to use an analogy to help you understand how I think about creating more authority in your voice in a way that actually works and in a way that is authentic. But first, let me tell you what happened with that feedback. That feedback didn't help, right? Because number one, I didn't want to cut my hair. I liked my hair and I didn't want to do that. That just felt so wrong. Number two, I didn't know how to sound less young. And number three, Vocal tendencies like uptick or vocal fry or all those things that our voice that they do, they're not things that we decide that we're going to do or not do. So it's not like we talk and we're like, I'm going to go into uptick now. Oh, I was told not to do uptick. I'm going to stop doing uptick. Our voice does these things in response to how we are feeling, how comfortable we are in our environment, how confident we're feeling inside. We can't always just take these things like a switch and make them go away. And so I I guess I would say I tried to follow some of the advice I was given, not all of it, but it didn't work. I wasn't able to sound more authoritative using those tools. Those tools did not help me. And what's so interesting 
is what did help me is something that wasn't intended to help me build confidence in my voice at all. Two things helped me, right? The first thing that helped me was working internally on my self-confidence and learning to trust myself and sell myself on the quality of my thinking, the quality of my ideas, and the fact that I belonged in the room. As I began to really internalize those things and grow my confidence, my voice naturally began to convey more authority. It went from being kind of like small and me like shrinking away to me having more of that strong presence and that solid certainty in my voice in the meeting room. So that was one thing that really, really helped me. But the reason that the other stuff of like stop the uptick and just like try not to sound so young, the reason that advice didn't help is because when we are changing the way that we speak, when we're trying to learn to speak in a stronger way a more authoritative way, a way that conveys more confidence, we can't just change the surface level things like a switch, right? And that would be very similar to like, if you're trying to go to the gym and you, let's say, want to squat 200 pounds, that would be like me saying, okay, the way for you to squat 200 pounds is to learn to squat 200 pounds. So what we're going to do is we're going to put 200 pounds on the barbell and you're going to go ahead and squat it. And now if you haven't squatted before and you put 200 pounds on the barbell, you're going to get under the barbell, try to unhook it off the rack so that you can try to squat and you probably won't be able to even get it off the rack because it's so heavy, right? So that's not working because you don't learn to squat 200 pounds by squatting 200 pounds. You learn to squat 200 pounds by first, working on your mobility. Second, learning the motion of a squat. Third, developing a program where you slowly ramp up your weight to get heavier and heavier. And then finally, fourth, when you're ready, you up your weight to 200 and you go for that squat. But the reason that you're able to do it at that point is because you worked on the mobility, you learned the motion, you created a program, and you worked your way up in the weights. So when I was at that job that I told you about and they said, just stop the uptick, that is the equivalent of them saying, just put, just put the weight on the bar and go squat, right? So there was nothing given to me in the intermediate to help me get there. And that work that I did on confidence and trusting myself got me a huge part of the way there in terms of having that authoritative voice. But the part that got me the rest of the way there that completely changed how I feel about speaking and how I feel about my own voice and my ability to be authoritative was the time that I spent in theater learning how to be on stage and learning how to express myself. And what I learned through those experiences is that our voice and our emotions and our body are just like muscles that can be trained. And in order to have that really strong squat or in order to have that really strong authoritative voice, what you have to do is lots of work in between building up to the squat. 
And what I didn't realize was that all of the things that I was studying in theater, speaking, improvising, self-expression, conveying emotion, using your voice, moving your body, connecting with your audience, getting comfortable being seen, learning the nuances of your voice and its tones and your emotional expression, all of those things that I was doing in my theater classes were equivalent to warming up for the 200-pound squat. And what happened is over time, I got more and more comfortable speaking and I felt more and more in command of my voice. And I felt more and more connected to my voice versus disconnected from my voice and disconnected from my body. And between that experience and all of the effort that I put in throughout the years of my career to grow my confidence and really learn to feel solid and worthy inside because I know I am and because I believe I am. All of that combined together to change my presence in meetings. And I was able to go into a meeting room, connect with an executive, be part of that conversation, make a really powerful impression, and get those leaders and get those senior executives to pay attention to me, to listen to me, to hear me, to focus on me, and to see me as someone whose thoughts and whose voice was really, really important. But it didn't come from me focusing on just getting rid of the uptick, and it didn't come from that surface-level advice. It came from a longer, deeper journey of mindset work. Like I said, that's the confidence piece. And then learning how to get comfortable in my voice and in my body and practicing and doing all of those reps until I just started to feel very comfortable in who I am. And this didn't mean, you know, this doesn't mean that I was perfect. And this doesn't mean that I never got nervous or I never had moments where I would feel small. But my baseline of confidence and the baseline of where my voice was became so much stronger and so much more compelling. And then during those times when I did start to feel smaller, I did start to shrink away. I felt much more confident about my ability to bring myself back to center as quickly as I can and back to the knowing that what I have is good enough to share and that I am capable of making a really strong impression in that room. And so where authority comes from and the way that you manufacture authority in your voice is by doing the inner work to stop questioning yourself and doubting yourself because it is very hard to speak in an authoritative voice if you question yourself and doubt yourself, right? Your voice is always going to match your emotional state. So if your emotional state is wobbly and you're doubting yourself, like when I say wobbly, what I mean is like filled with self-doubt. When your emotional state is that way, it's then really hard to be a voice in the room who's like really strong and really solid and really authoritative, right? That's why the inner work is so important because when you have that command over your mindset, you get less sucked into the self-doubt and you're able to bring yourself back to a place of knowing that you have what it takes to take up space in that room and that the things that you're sharing are high quality and important for your audience to hear. When you feel that, when you feel that strength inside, 
it's conveyed through your voice. So your voice matches how you're feeling. So mindset work is essential because without mindset work, your brain is going to discourage you and it's going to offer you doubtful thoughts. It's going to offer you imposter syndrome. It's going to make you think that whatever you're about to share sounds stupid or is going to embarrass you. And when it's doing all those things, it is really hard for you to convey that authority in your voice. Whereas when you are able to navigate that inner experience of doubt and imposter syndrome, you can bring your voice back to a much more effective authoritative level. So that is the first piece, the mindset piece. And the second piece is the skills piece, the piece around knowing how to connect with and use your voice more effectively. And this can only be learned through doing it. If you want to learn how to take your voice from being kind of small and questioning and doubtful to being strong and solid and certain in that meeting room, you've got to practice and you've got to learn what it actually feels like in your body and in your soul to speak in a way that is strong and powerful and compelling and in a way that is taking up all the space and communicating to the people around you. I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm in charge. Listen to me. That is a felt sense experience and in my opinion, can only happen through actually doing it and learning and experiencing the nuances of your voice. And so it's these two pieces, right? It's the inner work on growing your confidence, and then it's that work on connecting with your voice and practicing your voice that is that magic combination for exuding authority when you speak. If you are ready to go through this process, and if you are ready to begin cultivating and growing that super authoritative voice, that is one of the biggest pieces you are going to be working on inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. Unfortunately, connecting with your voice, finding your voice, using your voice, that just can't be done by listening to a podcast. You have to have the felt sense experience of learning what it feels like for you to speak with and convey authority. And that is one of the things that you will be doing inside the academy. You'll get to do that and you'll get to do the mindset work so you can build that inner confidence that fuels a powerful, effective voice. If you are ready for that and if it is time for you to develop that authoritative voice, I would love to invite you to join us. You can head over to justguessitcoaching.com slash academy to grab your spot. And I will also link that below in the show notes. And please remember, please take away from this episode that it doesn't matter where you're at with your voice. It doesn't matter if you feel like you completely lack authority. All you have to do is take one small step forward and those steps will accumulate and stack over time. And if you want my help taking those steps and if you want my help making sure that those steps are compounding to the results that you want, definitely join me inside the Academy. Have a beautiful day. I hope you have such a beautiful week and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye.